Earning the Right to Talk Many years ago, a doctor of philosophy and a rough and ready fellow who had spent his youth in the British Navy were enrolled in one of our classes in New York. The man with a degree was a college professor. The ex-tar was the proprietor of a small-sized trade trucking business. His talks were far better received by the class than those given by the professor. Why? The college man used beautiful English. He was urbane, cultured, refined. His talks were always logical and clear, but they lacked one essential. Concreteness. They were vague and general. Not once did he illustrate a point with anything approaching a personal experience. His talks were usually nothing more than a series of abstract ideas held together by a thin string of logic. On the other hand, the trucking firm proprietor's language was definite, concrete, and picturesque. He talked in terms of everyday facts. He gave us one point and then backed it up by telling us what happened to him in the course of his business. He described the people he had to deal with and the headaches of keeping up with regulations. The virility and freshness of his phraseology made his talks highly instructive and entertaining. I cite this instance not because it is typical, our college professors are of men in the trucking business, but because it illustrates the attention-compelling power of rich, colorful details in a talk. There are four ways to develop speech material that guarantees audience attention. If you follow these four steps in your preparation, you will be well on the way to commanding the eager attention of your listeners. First, limit your subject. Once you have selected your topic, the first step is to stake out the area you want to cover and stay strictly within those limits. Don't make the mistake of trying to cover the open range. One young man attempted to speak for two minutes on the subject of Athens from 500 BC to the Korean War. How utterly futile! He barely had gone beyond the founding of the city before he had to sit down and another victim of the compulsion to cover too much in one talk. This is an extreme example I know. I have heard thousands of talks, less encompassing in scope, that failed to hold attention for the same reason. They covered far too many points. Why? Because it is impossible for the mind to attend to a monotonous series of factual points. If your talk sounds like the world almanac, you will not be able to hold attention very long. Take a simple subject, like a trip to Yellowstone Park. In their eagerness to leave nothing out, most people have something to say about every scenic view in the park. The audience is whisked from one point to another with dizzying speed. At the end, all that remains in the mind is a blur of waterfalls, mountains, and geysers. How much more memorable such a talk would be if the speaker limited himself to one aspect of the park, the wildlife, or the hot springs, for example. Then, there would be time to develop the kind of pictorial detail that would make Yellowstone Park come alive in all its vivid color and variety. This is true of any subject, whether it be salesmanship, baking cakes, tax exemptions, or ballistic missiles. You must limit and select before you begin. Narrow your subject down to an area that will fit the time at your disposal. In a short talk, less than five minutes in duration, all you can expect is to get one or two main points across. 
in a longer talk, up to 30 minutes, few speakers ever succeed if they try to cover more than four or five main ideas.